0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show.
1: Welcome back, everybody. I'm Father Justin Walsh. And I'm Father Josh Walsh. And we are the Sons of Thunder. We're going around the world
2: in 60
1: seconds.
2: Santa Cruz Historical Commission recommends removing city's last mission bell. The Historical Preservation Commission of Santa Cruz, California, last week advised the city council to remove a replica mission bell from the city intersection, saying the bell represents painful history for the indigenous people of the city. Ding-dong, the bell is gone. Vancouver Archbishop criticized pandemic restrictions on masses. Archbishop Michael Miller of Vancouver expressed disappointment with the government's decision to ban religious services as part of the plan to curb the pandemic in British Columbia. Knock
1: out the government!
2: Catholic school trustee accuses board of homophobia after Cardinal's rebuked. Two days after Cardinal Thomas Collins rebuked Toronto Catholic school board trustees and reminded them of their oath to uphold Catholic teaching. A trustee accused unnamed colleagues of LGBTQ systemic homophobia and proposed sensitivity training for the board. You're
1: fired!
2: Federal court upholds Tennessee's ban on abortion of Down syndrome babies. A federal appeals court has ruled that state Tennessee may ban... May ban the eugenic abortion of babies with Down syndrome. Right on, Tennessee. In the House of Loretto, according to tradition, a tiny stone abodes naturally flowing, carried by angels, some say, from Israel around 12, 1291. It's said to be the house of the Holy Family. Yeah,
1: it's true. Oh,
2: just about had it.
1: Ow! And now <laughs> it's time for Catholic Lives Matter. All right, everybody, we got <laughs> two more guests. Now in studio, and I don't think we've mentioned yet that we are at St. Mary Central High School, the new high school in Northern Bismarck, in which its chapel is almost done. Oh, is it? Probably it's going to be the nicest, nicest chapel, one of them in the country, and one of the nicest the gem churches, of North, gem
2: of North, Dakota. one of
1: the nicest churches in uh, in the upper the Midwest. World. And it's humbling for us priests because you know every priest loves to design something, build a church whatever it might be. But this has been designed by a layman, yeah, and uh, he is knocking it out of the park. Go, Ken Keller. We love you, man. Uh, okay, so we got uh, B Wolf, Man Jack, <laughs> B Wolf, Man Jack, back in the studio, and uh, we got the new vocation director, Jordan Dosh. D-ash. It's good to be here. The Tractor. The Tractor. Yeah, We got names for everybody. We call him The Tractor because he's, what are you, six 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 five? Yeah, that's 6'5". Yeah, he's a big man, so it takes a lot to keep the tractor running.
2: We <laughs> <I> were <was laughs> eating Cheetos one night or something, he's like, it takes a lot of food to keep this tractor going. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: okay, everybody, so Catholic Lives Matter. We got uh, these two gentlemen, priests, in-house today. Uh, but before we get rolling, we also want to talk about our new show. This is, uh, unfortunately, uh, our last time on Real Presence Live. After three years, we are moving the Sons of Thunder show to a podcast and probably a YouTube channel. But you can follow the progress of it on fatherwaltz.com, fatherwaltz.com.
2: F-R-Waltz.
1: F-R-Waltz.com. And uh, as we get our studio set up, it's going to be state-of-the-art. I want to thank those who have stepped forward. Uh, to donate everything that we need. Fortunately, we're getting in on some good Black Friday sales. Uh, But we're going state-of-the-art stuff. And we, I mean, if you like this show, this one right here, and previous shows, but this show in particular, you're just getting a taste of how awesome this new one's going to be. We have got tons of people that are going to be phenomenal contributors. If uh, you want, if you want to, and, you want to uh, get
2: the the first episode, just sign up for for my podcast. and it'll, yep, it'll yep. come out immediately off of that. Yep, you'll
1: you'll yep. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. We'll be have you calling in and all that good stuff. So, turning it over to the younger thunder because we're going to be talking about
2: well, we're talking about the Holy. Family. We 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 got onto the house of Loretto as our last one, which really mm-hmm. isn't Catholic news like world news because. You know, the angels flew it there in 1291.
0: So well, yeah. <laughs> so it's not really a family cur- named Angeli. one or the other. It's
2: so not I, really I just, cur- I just found out about it. <laughs> it's not really current events, if you will, but, but uh, we wanted to throw that in there because every time we go around the world in 60 seconds, we try to grab something from that uh, to talk about, and I want to just turn it over to the Wolfman, uh, and he wants to touch base on a little, some, something really interesting in regards to the Holy Family and the Jewish mm-hmm. context, yeah. Uh, so people just have a, a, a clear understanding. We kind of sees how this is our last show. We want to end it on a very religious note, uh, and we really want to end it, you know, the Holy Family seems like a, a very particular... Very nice good place to, to leave it off. Yeah, yeah absolutely. amen to that. So, uh,
0: just something that I, I am kind of passionate about. Something that I came to really, truly, uh, only understand in the last couple of years. Really, because I think, like all of us, uh, a lot of growing up, what we learn about Scripture and the way the church interprets that is through the priest's homilies on Sunday, right? Most of us don't sit down and spend a lot of time uh, opening up uh, biblical commentary and perusing through That's if the
2: priest is worth it. We'll see, right? (laughs) I, have a boring <laughs> yeah, I grew up
1: with a lot of boring homoids. Yeah, I don't
2: know what they were talking about. But
1: not, not these four, though. Not these, <laughs> four.
0: Those, not no, these we, four. Yeah, never made a mistake once. Um, <laughs> so anyways, no, but I have a good buddy. Uh, his name's Joe Heschmeyer, uh, a great mm. Catholic apologist. I would like to direct you yeah. uh, to his, both his podcast. It's called The Catholic podcast pretty easy. Pretty original. Nobody had picked that (laughs) up yet. Are you kidding me? Seriously, he got the Catholic (laughs) podcast. Uh, And if you want to find the episode here that I'm talking about, it's episode 45. The website is cathpod.com That's C-A-T-H P-O-D dot com. Episode 45, Understanding Christmas Mysteries Through Jewish Eyes. Uh, understanding that where we do come from, we mm-hmm. are our mothers and fathers in the faith, the Jews, right? So to read just, Scripture just, well, just you really need to quick, know I, their history.
2: Exactly. <clears throat> you know, and I think that it's something that people need, I always, whenever I give uh, talks or missions, one of my questions I always ask people, I say, why are we so connected to the Jewish people? <clears throat> and hands down, the answer I get every single time is, Jesus was a Jew. That's not right. The reason we're connected to the Jewish people well, is because is right. it's but, right, but it's not the it's not the the yeah, main yeah. reason is is because Jesus said he was the God of the Old Testament. <laughs> right. He said he was Yahweh. That's mm-hmm. and so in the fulfillment of the second person of the trinity becoming man that de facto connects us to the Jewish people.
0: Absolutely. It's a continuation of God's revelation in the world. So absolutely necessary. But a gospel that a lot of us are familiar with, uh, the gospel of Matthew chapter 1, where the angel comes to Joseph and says, hey, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife. Right? And at least when I was growing up, and a lot of the uh, the homilies that I've heard uh, revolve around this, is frequently we take this, as Joseph thinking that somehow Mary committed adultery or that, uh, we use it as an example, uh, of Mary, um, and being this kind of example for unwed mothers mm-hmm. and how she can kind of relate to all of these things, right? Which to be completely honest is 100% missing the point, yep. uh, the point which is far, far greater and far, far more meaningful. Um, and so, in order, I think, to take that first step uh, to understanding what exactly is happening here, we need to know what does a Jewish betrothal, what does a Jewish marriage look like at that period of time. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not going to get into all this. If you want to go, you can go to Joe's blog, you can go to his, um, his podcast. podcast, yeah, and, and check it out. But just in a general way, as we're kind of rounding things off here in the, in the episode, there were two steps. In the Jewish understanding, okay, of what marriage was the kiddushin and the nisuin, okay? So in the first one, you're betrothed. Like an a, engagement? Like, it, no, not like an engagement, you are married. Oh Yeah, not like an engagement. That's where we misstep there as well. It's not simply Hmm. an engagement. I I always thought it was. No, you are married. And so there's the first half of the celebration of what we would consider the sacrament, obviously, okay, but in the Jewish rite. And the reason why we don't notice this anymore is because both parts are now joined together in modern days. (laughs) So after that first part where you are promised to the other, you are married. Is that Uh, like
2: that would be the vows?
0: Right, that okay. would be part of it, okay? And you drink, like, the first two glasses of wine for, you My know... My favorite of, part. Yeah, I don't, like I said, am <laughs> <laughs> not going to get into the whole thing. But what happened is, is then people ask, well, then why don't they move in together right away, right? Well, forgetting, right, in Nazareth, in the year zero, yeah. okay, uh, there are not ap- apartment complexes where they can just move into, or there's not an extra house down the block that they can just move into. You literally build your house during this period of time. Hmm. And then Joseph moves in, he invites Mary into his house, and then after that, that's when they have the second part where they're actually living together. Hmm. And one of the important aspects to understanding all of this is not only that, but understanding what is the relationship between Mary and Joseph in that middle period. Yeah, They 100% could conceive children if they wanted to. It wouldn't have been a scandal. It's not a scandal for them. It's not a scandal for Mary to have been uh, pregnant during that time. It's completely allowed. Why is it such a big deal
1: then? I mean, it's like there's emphasis in there in the scriptures. That's They've... what we're getting to. Okay. Yeah, that's right. what we're getting You're to. You're way ahead of it. This is going to is... blow your, this <laughs> blow no, no. your this mind. This is the whole no, no. point all right, all
0: of all right. everything, right? <laughs> so, as I said, I'm paraphrasing a whole bunch of stuff. We have time on the other side of the break. Right? Oh, yeah, okay. we got a lot of time. All right. Great. So just by way of setting this up, angel comes to Joseph, right? Just refresh our memories. Comes to Joseph, and he says what? He says, don't be afraid to take Mary into your home. Okay? Understanding that to Joseph, the only one that would possibly could think that Mary at this point would have committed adultery is Joseph himself. To the rest of the outside world, no big deal. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. what happens just as a way to kind of get into the next part, whenever we see an angel and I'll kind of leave it on a cliffhanger here, whenever we see an angel appearing to somebody in scripture, what is the first thing they always say to that person? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Or somebody bows down and starts worshiping and they say, whoa, 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 (laughs) whoa! I'm not God. Yeah. Yeah, Right. What happens when the angel appears to Joseph. He's not telling Joseph to not be afraid of him. He's saying, don't be afraid to take Mary. Hmm. That's a pretty big difference compared to every other encounter with an angel that we see in the Bible. Good point. So what does that mean? And we'll cover that on the other side. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah,
1: no, I I love this stuff Mm -hmm. because, you know, you you got the scriptures. And there are these two or three lines or a paragraph. And, you know, in that paragraph, if you doubt the Bible, this is proof always <laughs> right. to me. Because at the end, of the, in that little paragraph, there is more information. You could write, well, and books, thousands of books have been written on a line. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's like when Jesus tells a parable, if you doubt his divinity, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like, you know, grandpa <clears throat> pulling out a story. You know what I mean? Like, this uh, it's just out of thin air. He pulls out these stories that, like... Are enough for two thousand years of discernment preaching. I mean, I, Three thousand. I'm, I'm, I'm lucky if I can even run a radio show. All right, everybody, <laughs> we will uh, be back with B Wolf and the Tractor uh, right after the break. We're talking about uh, we're talking about the Holy Family, and we're really getting deep into it. All right, so we'll see you in just a little bit.
0: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
3: On your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3-8. Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church.
2: It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small-town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org.
3: Have you ever worried about someone's salvation, especially one who died by suicide? I'm Father Chris Aylar. Sometimes the state of their soul seems to cause us fear for their eternal fate. They die in what seems to be a hopeless state of sin and unrepentance. However, Jesus says in 1698 of the Diary of St. Faustina that what looks hopeless to us is in fact not so. He says that many times the soul illuminated by a ray of his final grace turns to him in the last moment to receive complete forgiveness of all sin and punishment, although we see no external signs of this. Wow. We can see why Jesus said that divine mercy is mankind's last hope of salvation. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. And to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help.
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
1: Welcome back. I'm Father Justin Waltz. I'm Father Josh Waltz. And we are the Sons Sons of Thunder. Thunder. And uh, that might be the last time we do that on. No, uh, we got here. one more. So, do we have one more yeah. right before we go? Okay, a, okay, we out. got uh, B Wolf Jack. B Wolf, what's up? Uh, Giving us, give it to us straight. Uh, All about the Holy Family. So we were just talking about the betrothal, and you're just turning in. One of the most interesting parts that I just learned uh, was the fact that betrothal was marriage, not engagement. So there was step one, got married. Step two, moved in together.
0: Because even going way back, if you go way back into ancient Judaism, what was the marriage? The marriage was the coming together in the marital act. Yeah. There was no... There was no engagement. I mean, once you said yes to each other, that was it. And you ratified it. Exactly.
1: And flushed it in your body. Exactly. Which was irrevocable. That's right. That's why premarital sex is such a big issue. I mean, this thing was designed by God to literally join souls together. That's why, you know, when people go through breakups and they've been sexually active, mm-hmm. it's so painful for them. Because, it's a divorce. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, exactly. And on the right. spiritual level, it's, it's really divorce. But anyway, that's for another show.
0: Yep. Back, back <laughs> right. to Be Wolf. Right. And so I, before, it, because it kind of came in like a storm here, uh, a lot of this has to revolve around a proper understanding of the translation of the ancient texts, right? And understanding what it truly says and what it doesn't say, because there are a lot of English translations of the Bible that are pretty poor uh, revolving this particular passage of scripture, okay? So we don't have time to get into all of that today. I'm just giving you some stuff. You can go check it out, okay? So anyways, we talked about the angel telling Joseph not to be afraid of who? Not of the angel himself, like in every other situation. And Joseph certainly wasn't falling down in worship, but telling Joseph to not be afraid to take Mary as his wife. Another very important piece of this is calling Joseph a just man. That's a very particular detail. And so for a Jewish man to be just, he followed the law. If you're going to call a Jewish man just during this time, Mm -hmm. that meant he followed the law to the letter. Scrupulous. Exactly. And so if you have Joseph who is willing to follow that, and if uh, he's considering... Not marrying Mary, okay? Which nobody's saying that he 100% is considering not taking Mary into his home, okay? And he is 100% probably considering trying. How do I get out of this, okay? That's not the point. The point is, is that it's not because he thinks she was sleeping around with somebody. So he has three options, okay, under the law, under the Jewish law. One, he can divorce Mary publicly, publicly, accusing of her, c- accusing her of adultery.
1: That's a stoning, right?
0: Which is a stoning, and to not. <laughs> To not um, bring that to the light makes you a complicit accomplice in that. So they and stone you, him, too. Exactly. And so if you're going to call <laughs> right. Joseph a just man, you don't get to do that. Thank God and then, for Jesus. God, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> Got rid of that whole stoning exactly. thing. <laughs> but you don't get to call Joseph just and yeah. then pretend like he's just going to skirt the law. Okay? Yeah, he wouldn't so be just. Out of all of the possible assumptions that we could come to, it simply cannot be adultery. Number two. He can divorce her quietly before two witnesses, okay? Or he can acknowledge the child as his own. Those are his three options, okay? He's trying to choose the second one where he's trying to uh, divorce her divorce quietly, quietly, which the scriptures say. Which the scriptures say, right? Very clear, okay? So um, stop and think about this, okay? Consider this, okay? Mary and Joseph, you ever been to Nazareth? they live, what, a five-minute walk apart, right? It's a small town. To think that Joseph thinks it's adultery, you have to take a lot of things into consideration. One, that him and Mary never spoke to each other, even though they're married and they live a five-minute walk from each other, right? (laughs) Two, that he thinks pretty lowly of Mary, who apparently by whatever we say, we always say, well, look at how virtuous Mary and Joseph were. We don't get to say that, and then assume that they're going to think poorly of each other. Right. Does that make sense? So what could this possibly mean? Stop and consider when you go to when David was bringing the ark mm-hmm. okay, uh, into Judea. Dancing before it. Dancing before it. But what happens? It breaks. And what happens when the two guys that are not they reach priests, out to touch they reach out to touch it, to study it, Uzziah. and what happens? Exactly. Yeah. He died. They fall Struck dead. dead yeah okay yeah, yeah. Joseph being a just man, knowing perfectly well what's happening, knowing the prophecy of Isaiah that a virgin is to give birth, knowing that he is looking for the Messiah mm-hmm. and seeing who Mary is, understands that's a child of God inside my wife, and I want nothing to do with that because <laughs> it's not just an ark containing some <laughs> some stuff that's traveling through the <laughs> desert right <laughs> it, has the, it has the presence of God there, but it's not like. God in flesh, uh, right? this Son want of nothing God. Nothing uh, to do with that. Uh, this is a divine person, which to me seems to make a whole lot more sense—a whole lot more sense when you stop and look at it that way, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, so many things kind of branch off from this. Okay, just leaving that there. I think you get the point. Okay. Have a couple minutes left. Some things that also helped when we read this correctly that bring into light other things that make helps to make the scripture make sense too. understanding what Jewish marriage is in the two steps if you stop and consider what do we uh, scripture that we read at funerals a lot Jesus says um, do you not know that I go before you to prepare a place for you in heaven mm-hmm. yeah. we've already been married we've been betrothed to God in our baptism In that Mm in-between, what's he doing? He's preparing a place for us in heaven to come and live with him. Wow. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? So understanding this part of scripture correctly really does open up a whole... And there are way more avenues than just that. There's other things. But that's kind of what we have time for today.
1: You know, I'm glad we left off right there because this is something, especially as a man, uh, that... I have been praying for for some time, trying to come to some kind of understanding, and I I have yet to come to the understanding, but, you know, especially as a celibate, right? So we give up wife, family, um, but as a soul, so we're stepping out of the flesh here. As a soul, we are all, male and female, spiritually in the feminine compared to God Mm -hmm. in the masculine, just trying to understand this. So he is marrying all of us, creator-to-the-image creature. And we're already, according to Wolf here, we are already in the first part of that. Do you have any books, suggestions, thoughts on how, especially males? I mean, I think it would be maybe a little bit easier for a woman if you say, okay, well, Jesus... Wants to marry you forever. Well, Jesus is a man, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Jesus is a king. Do you know, I mean, it, that you know. So, okay. Well, I the bride that, of Christ, it, right, right? Versus, you know, I see my priesthood, for example, is I'm a military soldier serving mm-hmm. in His army.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, but how do you, you know? How do you come to understand that?
0: Well, I, I look at it as we can't get so confused when we. One of the the great benefits of Jesus coming in the flesh is that we can relate to Him in the flesh. But when we follow that too closely and we forget, hey. God is spirit. Yeah. We call them father, son, and Holy spirit. They are absolutely spirit and they transcend any understand our, of our understanding of what father, son, and Holy spirit is. So basically you want to learn something. I say, go to the greats, go to the saints. You want to truly see, because that's the thing. A lot of people can write about it and I can speak about it. I can tell you what somebody else wrote about it. You want to know what it looks like. Go read John of the Cross. Right. <laughs> right. Go read the greats. You want or to, hopefully the good <clears throat> Lord just, you know. Or hopefully you get to live it. Sucks eventually. me up into right, it. exactly. a divine, divine experience.
1: Okay, everybody. Uh, that concludes Catholic Lives Matter. We want to thank the guys for being on this afternoon on this last show. And we are going to turn it over to the technical director for a preview.
2: Yep. On the next Real Presence Live, Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, hosts Jack and Doreen Kennelly will be coming to you live from the Fargo studio. Tune in for part three of the Shepherding Them Home series with Deacon Mark Creechie. Then they'll discuss the importance of community with Dr. Ryan Sappo, And tune in to hear the story of a miraculous photo during our conversation with Steve Kilpatrick. All that and much more will be coming up on the next Real Presence Live. And that's Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you.
1: Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, We also just want to remind everybody, um, as we have been throughout the show, that this is our last show uh sons of thunder will be moving to sons of thunder radio uh which is going to be a po- about podcast and possibly it's, youtube channel It's
2: literally our own made-up radio.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a non-profit uh you not making any money masters of pretend uh, masters of pretend yeah mom mom trained us well in that area so <laughs> Uh, anyway, you want to if you want to get in on this, and you're gonna want it because, like I said, it, this show is just a taster, a nugget, a, a little French fry of what's coming down the pike uh, on this <laughs> larger fry. show. Because we're gonna have so many guests, and we we got a lot of really good friends that are priests that are like some of the best priests <laughs> in the country. As you heard B Wolf talking about all this today, we're gonna have several other experts in many other areas, including. Uh, a former exorcist, right? So I just throw that out because, you know, everybody kind of likes to hear about Jesus, but the moment you bring up the devil, everybody's like, ah, sign me up! You know, <laughs> what's going so on true. there? So uh, Anyway, you're going to want to follow it on fatherwaltz.com. That's frwaltz.com. Please write that down, frwaltz.com. And uh, as the Sons of Thunder radio, uh, you know, blog, podcast, everything we're going to be doing begins to... Uh, be built, you will get informed through FRWaltz.com, which is Father Josh Waltz, the Younger Thunders uh, present website, uh, which is quite good. You should go there anyway. I've been there many times. Appreciate that, brother. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what we do.
2: We support each other.
1: So uh, in the meantime, we've got about uh, 30 seconds left, and i to turn it over to Father Josh.
2: Yeah, and I just wanted to say uh, thank you to Real Presence, the Real Presence family, uh, they've been very gracious to us. It's been uh, it's been a fun run, and we hope to uh, you know maybe if at all possible we can just play the podcast on real presence. You know, we just kind of
1: yep. send in yep.
2: our recordings, and and then they can it can go off from there. But uh, it's been a, it's been a good time, and, and I'm looking forward to the future.
1: So we want to thank all our guests again, thank Real Presence Radio, and most especially Brandon Clark, who got us started a long time ago. And we're, we're going to give you one last one as the Sons of Thunder sign off. I'm Father Justin Wall. I'm Father Josh Walsh. And we are the Sons of Thunder!
0: This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network.